episode four of college girls go crazy the podcast so far so good i put out my first ever episode with a guest last week and i've heard such amazing things that was so much fun and i've had so much fun these past couple weeks interviewing new guests and planning for new guests so i'm really excited this is totally heading in the direction that i want it to go just you know a platform for people in college girls in college to um share what they have going on and share all the cool things that they get into to hopefully inspire you guys and let you guys know that you can literally do the same thing and accomplish anything and that so many people go through college in so many different ways and it can work out great for everybody. Um, So yeah, I asked you guys on Instagram yesterday if you guys wanted some more life updates on me. I personally don't love listening to people talk about themselves for like 15 minutes at the beginning of a podcast because most of the time I click on like for the guest and what the guest is going to talk about. But you guys said you wouldn't mind. So I'm just going to do a quick one, like a really, really quick one before we get into um, the fun stuff. So I had Friday through Monday off this past weekend and I had such a fun like busy weekend um but busy in a good way like I got to do some social stuff and by social stuff I mean hang out with the same person but like the whole time that's not true that's actually not true I saw oh my gosh who am I kidding okay I had a lovely lunch picnic on Sunday I went and I got Dutch bros yesterday I went out to dinner on Saturday I made my family dinner on Thursday or Friday like I don't know it was just it was good I felt very busy it was launch day for dive on Saturday so that kept me busy on my computer for a lot of stuff but that was just really good energy that was really fun if you don't know what dive is I talked about it in my um second ever episode and I can have our stuff linked down below for that um yeah I mean I did that really quickly but I had a good weekend is the moral of the story Another update, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out in two weeks, <laughs> and um, I know you're probably thinking, homegirl, you are 19 years old, you're about to be a junior in college, why the hell do you still have your wisdom teeth? I don't know, but they're growing in and they hurt really bad, and so my brother and I are going to get them out on the same day, and I'm not <laughs> not looking forward to it, but I have a feeling it's going to it's gonna be fine, and I'm going to be done with working before then, so I'm just going to kind of be able to like relax watch my shows, and then honestly, like, work on a lot of stuff for the podcast, read some more books, and then start packing, because I'm moving in about, mm, I don't even know, two weeks, three weeks, I think it's like three weeks, like a little bit less than three weeks, I don't know, something like that, so that's an update, as I said in the last episode, I'm gonna try my best to give you guys an update on all, like, the crazy things that I say I want to do in the previous episode to see if you guys, like, to see if I follow through with it, and I said I wanted to, like, get my stuff together for my house, and honestly, I, I think it's coming along nicely. I finally picked out some spray paint colors for some stuff I want to spray paint. I picked out a mattress, so that's coming in the mail. My duvet cover shipped, so the only thing I need to do is get a dresser, which I'm just going to get one off Target. <laughs> it's probably not going to be, like, everything I wanted more. Probably just going to be super basic, but that is okay because I just need to do that. And so um, I think then I'll be, like, good to go. I haven't – I'm not going to be able to build any of my furniture until I get to my house because I just, like, I can't fit a made bed frame in the back of my car because I couldn't even move into the dorms and the sorority house without like filling the car like bottom to top my mom's Tahoe like the entire trunk plus the middle row of seats so this is going to be really interesting I've been I might look into getting a U-Haul I've never done that before if anyone's done that before let me know what that's like um okay I cannot stop listening to One Direction. I honestly would consider myself like a very large directioner. I know every word to every single one of their songs on all of their albums, no doubt. And then I'm a huge Harry Styles girl. But I didn't even know that they posted something for their tenure. And they've honestly just like, as far as I know, been coming out with reposting music videos. So I'm just shuffling all the albums in the car, everywhere I go, pretty much, and that's just, that's all I listen to, if I could fly, that's, that's it, that's the song, that's the tweet, it is on repeat, it's all I listen to today in the car, so that I feel like is a very important update, and if you're not listening to One Direction, you should start, 
I also am almost done with Nashville. That's been like my quarantine show. I also watched Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce and now I'm on the last season of Nashville. I'll probably finish it sometime this week. Took a break from it last week because I was honestly super busy and it just, my week was not the same. So I'm excited to get into that and finally finish that because I just, I love that show and I've been so invested. My best friend and I have been watching it pretty much at the same speed. She's like three episodes ahead of me now, which is funny because I started watching it before her. But it's been so fun to have someone to talk to like about who's actively watching it. So like remember everything and they freak out when you freak out. and It's just fun. And we've decided that we want to watch Scandal together next. So if you agree with that decision, please let me know. Like Scandal all the way or is there something else that I need to watch first? Because I'm so bad at starting new shows. Like I, I seriously, I hate it. Like, I literally went, like, my entire freshman year without watching a single series and probably same as sophomore year. I just, I don't do it. Like, I started <laughs> that 70s show freshman year and I'm still not done. But then I've watched these during quarantine. So, anyways, that's a big exciting update. Also, this is going to be my last update before we get into this stuff. Am I doing a good job timing-wise? Are you bored yet? I don't know. I am looking for a microphone. I've been talking to some tech friends about some good ones and some quality ones without breaking the bank because I am in college and I literally just babysit so money is not coming in every which way and so thank you for sticking with me and the audio quality that I've been putting out I wouldn't put it out if I didn't like it but this is I'm doing the best that I can right now and hopefully it improves and I can just improve uh, as the podcast improves so thanks for bearing with me that is it for me And I just wanted to say I'm so excited for this episode. I had so much fun recording this one. I'll probably say that every week, but this one was so cool, mostly because I actually have never met these girls um, in person, and I'm really, like, I just kind of went out on a limb and, like, DM them. Um, So let's backtrack there. Today I am talking with Alden Kramer and Presley Campbell. They are the creators, designers, founders of Campbell and Kramer, which is a sustainable clothing line. They're both juniors at UCLA, and one day I stumbled across their Campbell and Kramer Instagram page because they make the most adorable, adorable, adorable tie-dye sets that literally, like, everybody is wearing, theirs in particular, and I was just like, damn, this is so cool, and then I, like, found them, and I realized that um, they were in college, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to them, I have to get to know them, this is everything, and so they were kind enough to agree to talk to me today a little bit about them. They're both from Southern California. Um, They're both juniors, so they're my age, and um, they were actually freshman year roommates, which I think is so cute and so fun. They talk about that. They do, again, a really great job entering themselves and their relationship and the company and everything, but just a little bit of an overview of some of the things that we talk about. I learned a lot about UCLA and UCLA life and how different it is from Boulder. They talk about like the majors that they offer and why they chose their certain paths. We talk about UCLA game days. They're very different from a Boulder game day. Um, Let's see. They talk about sustainability because, like I mentioned, they run a sustainable clothing line. So we really get into, like, how they make that possible, materials that they use, why that was important to them. We talk about when this idea came up, how they made it work, how they're planning to make it work as we move into um, our junior year. They talk about working with influencers. It's seriously, like, we cover a lot, and I – I'm really proud of like just the conversation that we have because it was seriously so exciting and very fulfilling and I just think super super useful for everybody so I think that's enough and we're gonna go ahead and get into it hi guys how are you thank you so much for coming to meet with me today of course. Thank you so much for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you guys want to go ahead and just share um, one crazy thing that you guys did this past week, that's kind of girl boss that you're proud of, something that you accomplished, just go ahead. I think the craziest thing that happened to both of us the past week was that Madison Beer DM'd our brand and she said that she was obsessed with the sets and like loved them. And I think that was a highlight of the week for sure. Holy a great shit. compliment the best <laughs> compliment <laughs> is she gonna did she did you guys like send her stuff or did she literally just wear it like just like, we're like, hoping stuff? we're hoping to send her stuff but okay yeah the compliment was the past week's highlight <laughs> oh my gosh damn yes. that's so crazy that's so exciting is that like the biggest I feel like she has to be like one of like the biggest people that like has reached out she's definitely up there yeah because what's her following yeah, she's I don't a- even know 
in the she was like something million 17 million or something like that close to 20 crazy damn okay shit well that's great (laughs) that you guys share that (laughs) moment together super awesome um mine not nearly as exciting Mm -hmm. i was just telling alden i literally have the hardest time coming up with these so maybe i need to (laughs) do some more shit but I'm just going to say that mine was buying myself new clothes because now I feel cute and I have stuff to take to school and a reason to go out, hence why I'm going to dinner. And that's just (laughs) the best thing I could think of was going shopping for the first time since quarantine. Like, I haven't stepped foot in, like, a mall or, like, trying to No, that's so fun. That was fun. Um, Yeah. But um, if you guys want to go ahead, whoever wants to go first and just tell everyone, like, a little bit about you and, like, how you got to where you are, just a little something small. Definitely. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know, I'll so take it. I first. <laughs> um, so I'm Alden, and I, Preston, and I both go to. We're currently students at UCLA. We're juniors, um, but this will be our last year because we're graduating early. Um, I'm majoring in economics and architecture, and I think I've always been interested in design and. The, I guess the combination of design and business. And I've always been kind of looking for ways to combine those two passions. Campbell and Kramer felt like the perfect outlet. Um, and meeting Presley, we both had a love for fashion. That's why we started DMing over Instagram when we were kind of feeling out who should be our roommate. And um, so I would say just like my interests in, yeah, design, business, have kind of mm-hmm. put me where I am now. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that you majored in that. So I'm like, oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Presley? <laughs> I'm Presley. Um, yeah, we go to UCLA and I major in economics also and a minor in entrepreneurship. And um, yeah, I think like my whole life I've always been super into fashion and it's been like a passion of mine. And like, I obviously dreamed about having my own brand but never really thought I would act on it and then meeting Alden I think was like the push that we both needed to act on it and like actually start trying to have like make this work so um that's actually so funny that you both major in economics because like I don't really know like what the programs offered at UCLA are but Mm. when I like I major in business I had to take micro and macro my freshman year and they were my least favorite class I've ever taken in my entire life and I was so bad at them and I hated mm. it so but I have plenty of friends who major in econ so it's like okay people no, yeah. people can get the only it. reason that I majored in econ is because UCLA has no other option for business it's literally like okay. they have the entrepreneurship minor which was like my classes for my minor what I wish my major was but gotcha. like econ gotcha. is just in Oh my, it's been like straight math. I wish I could have majored in like marketing or something like that I enjoy, but. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, the more you know, because I like, I have a friend who's an econ major and I just remember sitting in macro with her and being like, you do realize you have to do this like the rest of college. Like you need to actually pay attention right now. Whereas I was just like, Like, let me get done with these two classes. Yeah, yeah, literally. (laughs) Okay, well, I feel like that is kind of like a good segue then to kind of talk about like, why you chose UCLA especially if like maybe if you went into it knowing you want to do business but it didn't offer it like there were like maybe trade-offs but like if you each want to go ahead and talk about like what your personal journey to like picking UCLA was like definitely um I knew I wanted to I mean at the time my senior year I knew I was interested in architecture and economics so it was either slow or UCLA for me um and I wasn't ready to commit to a five-year straight architecture program at slow. And of course, UCLA, it's in Los Angeles. There's a great social scene. Um, and just being in the city is, was really important to me as well. And I knew that I could uh, pursue economics there and eventually apply to the architecture school. It wouldn't be like a for sure thing to get in, obviously. So that was kind of like a little risk I took in going to UCLA but um, I ended up applying and it worked out. So I guess what I was, um, I was really attracted to UCLA's flexibility and its location. And of course, I kind of wanted to stay in Southern California. So (laughs) that's what led me there. For me, like my biggest thing when I was applying to schools was that I wanted a big city. I didn't really apply anywhere that was like more like nature vibes or like in the middle of nowhere or something. Like I mostly applied to schools in big cities. So, like, the main places I wanted to go were New York or L.A., 
And since the schools I applied to in New York didn't really work out, then I was like, UCLA is like the best option. But I was like sad that there was no business school like option. And like we have a graduate business school, Anderson. So it's like, I'm not, I don't know why they don't offer undergrad business majors. But I mean, I guess it's pushed me a lot to do econ. And the entrepreneurship minor is really fun. And it's like working with grad students. So that's cool. I like didn't I didn't know that like I said like I literally just found that out I kind of assumed that like a good school like that would have a business program exactly right it's so weird so many people look at businesses like oh you don't know what to do like business or whatever but then like it's you it's kind of like harder like quote-unquote to get into so then it's like everyone's like shit what do I do now (laughs) it's just like that just shocks me I have literally no idea so yeah since you're both already from California like I go to school in state too like do you want to maybe share a little bit about like what it's been like I don't know how close either of you are like your home like to UCLA but I don't know do you guys like that do you guys like sometimes I wish I was a little Mm -hmm. bit farther away like what's that like for you guys we both live like around an hour away from school so like really close But I honestly, like, in high school, when I committed to UCLA, I was worried about being so close because, like, most of my friends were going further. I was definitely, like, the closest one to home, and I was, like, uh, this is, like, I wish I had gone out of state, whatever. But, like, now that we're here, I'm so glad that I am close to home most of the time because it's, like, if I just want to go home for the weekend or, like, need to grab something or something, it's, like, so convenient. I have my car at school, too. And, like, my out-of-state friends are always, like, jealous that I can just go home if I want to and get out of school for a little bit. I agree with all those points. Um, I would say L.A. feels so different from, you know, being home in Laguna. But um, it's, like, I was sick for, like, two weeks one time during winter quarter, and I was able to just ask my mom to, like, pick me up that night. And so it it has been Mm -hmm. pretty nice, and I can't complain. Um, and it really does feel like a different place. Yeah, for sure. I feel like if it wasn't for being in like a big city, it would maybe be different to be so close to home also. But like LA is so different from both of our hometowns, like in Orange County, that it's it feels like we're further when we're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And something mm-hmm. just because after hearing you guys talk about it, maybe just like if you each want to talk about it a little bit, because I don't go to school. Like I go to school in Boulder, but it, it's not like a city vibe. Like it's not, you know, tall buildings, like, New York-esque like I haven't spent a lot of time in Los Angeles personally but like and I've never been to your guys's campus but like if you want to maybe talk a little bit about like what it's like going to school like in a big city and maybe like some things that you think you get to do because you go to school in a big city that like you couldn't if you were located like literally anywhere else. Yeah I'm one of the biggest things I remember freshman year it was we kind of had a lot of time on the weekends Presley and I so it was super nice we would just go to like the trading post we would go shopping around LA go out to eat all the time, which probably wasn't great, but, um, it was really nice being able to, when there weren't events at school, we could just Uber to West Hollywood or, Mm -hmm. um, stay like even closer, stay in Beverly Hills. And that was really nice. Um, sometimes we'd go to downtown LA, um, tons of museums, which was also very fun. And it, I would not say though, it was, it never felt overwhelming. I think some people have that kind of idea from the outside that a big city can be overwhelming. I haven't really felt like that. Um, it's really been only a positive experience because campus once again, feels very isolated from the city. Mm -hmm. I think it only adds to the college experience also, because like the only it's only positives for me too and that like when we're bored there's always something else we can go do like the tame impala album like live viewing was like only in la and new york and then we got to like go to that one night instead of we would have just been like watching a movie at the house so it's just like little things like that and then obviously shopping on like melrose and like having the best thrifting spots and like concerts are like huge and then something cool is like when we have our greek life events some of them will be like on a rooftop in downtown LA and it's like skyscrapers all around you. And like little things like that are just cool. I didn't even think about that. Like all the cool like venue possibilities you would have for like sorority mm-hmm. stuff. Damn. Okay. That's sick. That's really <laughs> cool. Um, okay, cool. Cause I, I was interested to hear what you guys had to say about that, but um, just backtracking like a little bit. Um, I think you briefly mentioned like earlier that like the two of you we're roommates, but if you want to go ahead and talk about, like, 
I don't know, like maybe how you guys finally made that decision, what it was like living together and just like how like, obviously you guys are good friends and you didn't have a disastrous <laughs> roommate relationship. But if you guys just want to talk like a little bit more about like how you guys became close <laughs> or if you did have a disastrous no, time. <laughs> no, not with each other. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. We, well, we met like on the Facebook group for UCLA, like our class. And then we were just like DMing and stuff. And like by far DMing like Alden was the most person I had like in stuff in common with compared to like everyone else. Like we clicked like, pretty fast like we had applied to all the same exact schools and like going to the same places done the same yeah. things in high school and we were like oh my god and yeah. so then it was basically like us looking for a third roommate that was like the, ch- the part that made a lot of little disasters because <laughs> so first we like committed to having this other girl that's also from Orange County as our roommate and then she ended up going to a different school like super last minute so we had to find a new girl within like two days so we found someone else, like, that's from, she's actually from France. And then she ended up moving into Alden's sorority house, like, a week into freshman year. Oh. So then we were left getting assigned a random roommate from UCLA. Gotcha. Which I didn't know you lived in, like, a triple. Of, yeah, there's only triples. Mm-hmm. No, there's only triples. I'm learning so, so much. Made a lot of complications <laughs> come up. And Our sleeping so, hours didn't align. Gotcha. Not at all. Gotcha. So <laughs> that was just like, it made us get a lot closer bonding over that complications, yeah. I think. And then yeah. uh, actually after winter quarter, our third roommate moved out because she got a dog. So then Alden and I got the room just to ourselves all of spring. And that's when like we had a bunch of extra room in our dorm and we brought up like the sewing machines and like started Campbell and Kramer basically because we had a bunch of extra room in our dorm. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. That it was like a whirlwind of a roommate experience. So you guys can't be our third, third roommate. No. <laughs> yeah, <I can't> <laughs> Maybe that's it was funny. meant to be though, because yeah, if it seriously. wasn't for her moving out and we would have had like a third roommate we were better friends with, then I don't think we maybe would have started this because we would have yeah. had the extra room. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned bringing in the sewing machines and how that I agree worked out perfectly. It sounds like, but if you want to talk about like when you two like kind of looked at each other and were like, "Hey, I have this idea." Like, whose idea was it? Was it always something you talked about? What was the original plan? Like, just all the things. Like, start of Campbell and Kramer. Kramer, sorry. <laughs> Gosh, like, well, it was it was spring quarter and Presley and I. We were we were also part of the fashion club at UCLA Fashion Student Trends or Fast. So we both knew that we loved fashion. And I swear we were just sitting in our dorm and like one of us, I don't, it was a combined effort. One person said like, it'd be so sick to like start a sustainable line, make it affordable and accessible to everyone. And then we're like, the other person was kind of like, yeah, like, let's do it. And we started sketching designs together, like, that moment, just one school evening in her dorm. Yeah, I think it was, like, also, I was taking a sustainability class that quarter, spring quarter, and I think I would, like, we were doing a unit on fast fashion and how bad it was for the environment, and I never, like, really looked into it that much and, like, really realized how bad it was. And then I think I was, like, ranting about it probably how it came up I was probably telling you like about what I learned or something yeah and we were like started talking about how there's not really any sustainable fashion options that are like affordable that are on trend and stuff besides like thrifting so I think then we were both like that'd be so cool I don't think there's like really much else out there that's like sustainable and affordable Mm -hmm. and then yeah we started making like logos on Canva in our dorm yeah Well, then, so did you guys both, like, know how to sew beforehand? Or, like, what was what was it going to look like rolling out? Like, when you make your logo and you're like, okay, now close. Like, what what was next? We started designing pieces, keeping in mind we had very limited capability in sewing. My sewing background was, <laughs> like... Alden had more capability than me. I, <laughs> I my know, grandma, like, like had come over a couple times when I was younger, and she, like, she's the one who gave me a sewing machine that I, like, hadn't touched for years up until then, and gave me a few lessons, and I, so I was, like, I mean, like, I can sew a seam, um, so we just started kind of thinking of ways we could upcycle UCLA, old UCLA game day gear that would, um, 
not be too hard and out of our capabilities. So did it start off as like upcycling? Like, were you going to try to sell like off Instagram, like in your dorm or like, was it supposed to start as game day? And mm. It started out as upcycling, like both game day and normal clothes. But like, we basically, well, we started with nothing. We started with our own money. Like we have never like borrowed money or gotten money from anywhere else. And so we literally just went to the thrift store and like, found stuff that we thought could be like transformed into cool pieces and then we just came back to the dorm and started like cutting them up and sewing them together and stuff so basically it was like started off as just upcycling but like we've always had the goal of like using sustainable fabrics and recycled fabrics to like make our own designs and stuff and but like it started off as upcycling and we still have the upcycling line on our website I found you guys through the tie-dye sets. I literally, I think I saw Ella Rose's picture. Like that was the one that I saw. And then I just kind of, then you guys would just pop up in my like explore page. And I was like, oh shit, these are cute. But um, when did you guys start doing that? And like, where's maybe like the focus now? And like, how is that kind of transformed? I would say, so to start, when we first mentioned Campbell and Kramer and like kind of broke the silence to all of our friends in spring 2019, we, some of our initial pieces were, t-shirts from a thrift store that were tie-dyed um and then so we kind of were always scouting out basic sweatshirts basic uh sweat shorts and basic tees we've always been kind of scouting them out and then i remember probably this winter presley found like a great batch of pre-loved sweat shorts and crew necks and she dyed those and instantly they sold out And then we weren't really able to keep up with demand by just buying pieces from the thrift store and we couldn't keep a, you know, consistent supply. So we ended up finding a wholesaler who uses um, cotton polyester and recycled plastic blend to make their stuff. And that's, I mean, when we started buying more quantities and more consistent sizes and we started reaching out to influencers to kind of advertise our brand, that's when the turning point, um, I guess, came, we became more popular and um, we figured we should keep doing tie-dye. So you mentioned like breaking the news to your friends and like telling them about it. Was there nerves behind that? Like what, how long did just the two of you know? Like how did, maybe like, when did you tell your families? Like, cause I know for me, like when I started my podcast, I was like, I even text my friends like I was just kind of like I don't know what people are gonna think I don't know if people listen to these like I didn't know so I don't know if you guys had a similar experience but what was that like we were super excited to tell everyone like I remember we'd be like oh my god we just want to announce it now but we were like we wanted to wait until we had a decent amount of things on the website to announce it so we like we would be trying I remember like the only the two of us knew for a while because we didn't have that much time to sew because of school and so we were like it took us a while to finish like the first batch of things that went onto the website before we could announce it but I think we told our families like right away to get their advice and like what they saw could be like a good vision for the brand and just talk to them about it. So then um, also like kind of how you mentioned before and starting with like influencer, I very interested in influencer marketing. If you just want to talk about what that's been like, maybe some of the people you first reach out to who you like working with, like kind of learning curves that have been thrown at you, just like the influencer market as a whole and like what you think it's done for Campbell and Kramer. Well, definitely at first I think some a part of the influencer market is like honestly once you start working with them then more willing to work with you like if they see other influencers on your page so I think the hardest part of it is breaking into the influencer marketing marketing strategy I would say because it's like at first it was definitely like really smaller influencers and then like kind of the turning point was honestly when Ella worked with us because once like people saw it on her then we started getting like a lot of people reaching out to us and from there it just like kept picking up speed I guess with like the bigger influencers that would be like wanting to work with us it's honestly crazy how much exposure you also get in like influencer marketing versus like a magazine or something and like the price points like you I honestly feel like there's so many more pros to influencer marketing now if your target audience is like our age ish and younger people 
like you said, it's very like having an influencer post with the following base that's already your target audience. And I think the most important thing about all of that is having the link to our profile and the fact that you can easily access the product just from a post. Whereas I guess like in a magazine, it's, you got to do a little Google search after having it right there in front of you, I think really helps. Um, And it seems like the market is still relatively undiscovered because it costs way less than magazine advertising. We've really, and it's just really helped our brand a lot. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't really think of like the point you made where you're like, it's just right there. It was like a magazine. Like you'd have to like bookmark mm-hmm. it, like look at the page and it's probably written in like a size like 10 font exactly. and like, like that. So mm-hmm. that's a good point. I didn't really think about that because I feel like now just with our age, everything is influencer marketing. Like I'll read a exactly. magazine here and there, but I feel like I don't know that many people who get their information from there. Like everyone gets mm-hmm. it from Instagram. Like everyone mm-hmm. gets their trends from Instagram for sure. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I also wanted to go ahead and ask you guys about like more of the sustainable pieces that you were saying. Like, is that, um, I don't know if you guys have like a tagline or whatever, but like, it's obviously something that's really, really important to you. Has that, is it ever become like complicated and like, does it ever maybe make it harder to select the pieces or sell the pieces that you want? Or like, if you want to touch just like a little bit more on like why that's something that's super important to you, if there's more than just like the fast fashion unit that you did, but just like sustainability as a whole. I think for sure it restricts like design and like, unless you have the funds to do it. Now I think I understand more why sustainable brands usually have higher price points because it's much more expensive to make things sustainably and make them in the U S I think that it does restricts like some of the things that we want to make but it makes it more rewarding to like make something that is still like benefiting our environment and still comes out as like a design that we're proud of since we started the tie like the tie-dye sets from you know a thrift store it was even hard to make the transition from a wholesaler because it's like we couldn't buy certain colors because they didn't have them in like the eco-friendly version and Mm -hmm. so it definitely restricted us a lot Um, but we're trying to transition into a new wholesaler who does 100% recycled cotton. And we're really interested in that. The only barrier right now is cost, but, um, we're hoping to kind of ease into that. Yeah. And you bring up like a good point, like restrictions based on cost. Like you look like you guys are about to be juniors. Like that's so young. And like, just hearing you guys talk about it and hearing like, kind of like, the buzzwords come up I hear that econ background <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just like you can tell you guys know what you're talking about but like let's say just from like running a business perspective maybe like biggest learning curve something you guys didn't expect um just like from starting this like I wouldn't even know where to start and you guys kind of just mm-hmm. went for it so what's that been like I honestly think that like a big thing that like you hear a lot like it's like sounds kind of cheesy but like rolling with the punches or like being flexible to what your vision is at first because I know at first like we never would have thought that we'd be making tie-dye sets at this quantity like that that would be our most popular item like I don't think originally we wouldn't have thought that but like since it's started taking off from those we've just been kind of running with it and like it's led to a lot of new opportunities and stuff so I honestly feel like being able to shift your vision and like if that takes you to the next level where then you can now accomplish like your original goal as well. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I would say, I would say two of the things I've learned is the restrictions and limitations. I think they contribute to even more creativity and something a little more unique because we have to come up with new ways to achieve the design we want while working with what's popular and another thing I was, I mean, I, I knew this would happen, but um, it's always like a little startling when it does is like, there's very rarely we do have complaints and it's at first it kind of like takes you back and you're like, oh my gosh, like that's our product. Like we need to be re- like, we're responsible for this and you immediately just want to fix it. But that's not really um, something I had thought about coming into this whole project is like, I guess, yeah, the client and like business owner relationship Mm -hmm. that was something I've literally like hearing you say that I was like I didn't even think about that like anyone not liking it just because like 
don't know. I have mine. I like mine. <laughs> I wear mine. Like clearly people <laughs> like it. Mm-hmm. So um, I was going to ask you like what it's like seeing people like in your clothes and like posting about your clothes and loving your product. So yeah, if I don't know, like maybe what that was like the first time, but then also if you have any more stories about the negative stuff, feel free to talk about that too. Cause that's honestly like, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. I think we've done a really good job with the customer service. Yeah, definitely. Like mm-hmm. with, we're like, since we're on our phones a lot and stuff, I think we're like good at responding quickly so it's like almost as soon as we get a complaint, both of us will text and be like, okay, like, let, this is how we're, we're, we can fix this. Like, we can send them over a return label right now and like remake it for them or like whatever yeah. the issue was. But yeah, it's pretty rare also that that happens, which is a good thing. But when it does, yeah, we're, we fix it pretty quickly, I would say, mm-hmm. as a negative thing. Oh, the positive things. It's like literally the best feeling ever when you see like a big influencer or like any influencer or like literally any customer that posts a cute photo and tags us. Like I want everyone to tag us whenever they post something because it's like we're like oh I did. like just seeing someone wear yes. yeah you did. thank you <laughs> like seeing anyone wearing it like we always will like text and be like oh my god like how cute yeah mm-hmm. it's very exciting definitely. yeah no I can only imagine that's so cool. That's so fun. So then just because you mentioned like you guys reaching out like and you guys running the social media, you're doing everything like I know right now, it's just the two of you. Do you want to maybe talk a little bit about like the day to day and like what it is like and maybe I don't know if you like split up your roles, like if some person gets to do this or if you both do both, how do you decide like who's going to be in charge of what one day? Like especially if someone's I guess like busier than the other, like, hey, I'm not doing Instagram today. Like that's all you like, I don't know. Like how do you guys work that out it changes all the time I would say for the most part Presley does a lot of the marketing and reaching out to influencers and I'll do some website maintenance we both do um all the dyeing we split up the quantities and you know ship it as well and I think we just kind of share if one person's busier than the other it's usually just like hey like it's a text it's like I'm busy today like you know like let's work it out so mm-hmm. it changes a lot and what's great is we're both very flexible about what we can do. I honestly think it's been like what we love to do. We just kind of like gravitate towards doing it. Cause like I'm already on Instagram all the time. So like, I just, and I love like planning a feed and like the aesthetics of it. So I think I've just like started running the Instagram just cause I was on it so much that I would be the first one to respond to someone's like DM or whatever. And then yeah, Alden does like the website maintenance and like talking to our, more professional people and things but yeah we just split it up evenly do you think it's too much like right not like maybe not yet or whatever but like as you grow like you get busier and like you're about to I don't know if you guys are heading back to school or what UCLA's like model for the fall looks like talk about that if you want really quick and maybe like how you think you'll move forward like as you grow but then also like post quarantine like back at school what's that gonna look like for sure like we can't do what we're doing right now when we're at school, like dyeing these quantities and stuff. It's been so nice to have all this space at home to do like our work. So we're like looking into transitioning to like a professional production for someone to dye the pieces for us, like especially once we get back to school, but like hopefully soon, like have a local person be able to do that for us. Cause at school, yeah, we don't have the facilities to dye ourselves. And we think that we're both living at school in the fall right now. It's, like, not really 100%, but all of our classes are also online and stuff. So that's, like, there'll be flexibility with that for sure. But I think, like, as we continue growing, we both would love to, like, look into an intern, like, program or something like that for people to help us out because it is, like, growing. Like, after a drop and stuff, I know it's a lot when we're, like, sewing on the labels and packaging everything and trying to get to post office before five and like have quick shipping and like it gets to be a lot and it would definitely be nice sometimes to have like more help I have like sometimes my siblings will be like you want me to help you or like my boyfriend's (laughs) like well I'm gonna help you package these I'll take it for you to post office like whatever and like stuff like that is so nice I would say I I would also say like kind of come in school too it would kind of come in waves like we would have a pop-up so it was like a total grind um dedicated to camel Kramer before the pop-up and then we wouldn't have to worry about it for a couple like weeks that's obviously Mm -hmm. very different now um 
it's kind of like all the time. It is a lot easier being home and having access to cars to being able to run out to get dye. Um, so that's made it okay. And as Presley said, yeah, we're going to look into having more professional production while we're in school. Mm-hmm. I also think we haven't fully, we don't fully know what it'll be like because when we were still at school, like the brand hadn't really taken off in the way it has now. Like mm-hmm. the demand was much less and like we, yeah, we weren't worried about it as much. And so I think that now it'll be, we'll like, we'll need to find a way to make it doable from a sorority house basically yeah Yeah, totally and like you mentioned before the two of you are both like graduating early so like one year left like you make it through like this year like figure Mm -hmm. out like what how it's going to work with Campbell and Kramer and then like all of a sudden like you're post-grad like what do you think make like this upcoming year future plans like what do you see in the future for your brand since like that's fast to graduate college like geez yeah (laughs) Like Presley said before, we're going to keep rolling with the punches um, and try and expand our product into, first of all, 100% recycled cotton for our sets. And we're also, we have samples made of a really pretty like blouse and skirt set. And so I'm during the year, we would like to kind of get that manufactured as well. So ideally, by the time we graduate, we have built up our design portfolio of the casual set and also the more feminine um, pieces. And that way we can, you know, keep working on Campbell and Kramer at whatever level it reaches. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be a hundred percent women for the fabric yeah, the sets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sample. Cool. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're at like, I think we both, we want to keep working on it, like no matter what, but like, hopefully it's at a point where we could, it could be our job at some point. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's what kind of like what I was wondering is like, mm-hmm. like, okay, because that's, that's honestly dope. Like, I know a lot of people who especially like who like work in fashion, like you've kind of mentioned, like, this is a way for you to mesh like your business experience with like your design and fashion experience who like, mm-hmm. leave like college, like not in the job market yet. Because like, that's just not how the fashion world works. So I feel like it's yeah. totally like, yeah. a cool like, opportunity to like leave up in the air that you like have this yeah. thing that you don't really need to know yet. Yeah. Mm hmm. That kind of like reminds me one another big reason why I was so interested in starting Campbell and Kramer is because like I felt like I was applying to a lot of fashion internships and I was my freshman year I was really trying to like get out there with fashion and I wasn't getting anything so I was mm-hmm. like we should start something ourselves <laughs> no literally no that's so badass like that's the best way to because now that it's doing well it's like why would you want to do something that's not yours because it's so mm-hmm. impressive when it is yours oh, yeah. and it's working out and really well. And if this could be our job, we would like have so much fun with yeah. life instead of having like an office job or something. Yeah, no, totally. I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. It's so cool. I agree. So I feel like we did a good job kind of touching on all things Campbell and Kramer and like the business and what you guys want to move forward, how it started, like all the things, which is really exciting. Like congrats to you guys. That's so cool. Um, but I want to go Thank ahead you. and maybe just talk like, few more like general college life questions just to go ahead and um, end it off. So if you guys want to go ahead and share each of you like favorite like college memory, UCLA memory, like something that UCLA has brought to you. It could be more than one thing. I know it's like so hard. Like if you were to ask me that, I wouldn't know what to say, but just if something (laughs) comes to mind. I honestly loved living in the sorority house sophomore year. I mean, like a highlight of my college experience is the fact that I met Alden we started Campbell and Kramer like obviously that's like a really unique thing but like a more relatable thing for more people I feel like would be like the bonds you make when you live in a house with 60 girls like I on it like my freshman year I honestly didn't feel like a half as close as I do with most of the girls in my sorority now and I feel like if people have the opportunity to do that like a lot of the time it ends up working out pretty well so I recommend doing that to make like a lot more friends in college I would say like <laughs> I'll just be kind of generic I do like some of my great college memories tailgates and there's also been some crazy memories so definitely those and second I would say um I really liked going to like the architecture school has a lot of events and they've brought in so many incredible speakers and 
I absolutely love going to those. Like my brother graduated um, this year from UCLA. So we'd like go to those together. And I'd say those have been some of my greatest memories. Oh, the fast fashion show was fun. Was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like putting that on. And then this past year, Campbell and Kramer was supposed to be on the runway at the fashion show, but it got canceled because of coronavirus. But oh, that would have been so fun. Maybe next year. (laughs) Okay. This is so random because you mentioned tailgates. Like when I was younger, I was like, UCLA like ride or die like I was gonna go to school there like yeah because and it was honestly because I moved somewhere in like second grade and met my best friend and they were all like yes like Bruins then I was like oh okay me too and it kind of (laughs) like stuck and I remember we would go to like we would go like I went to maybe one or two like tailgates at the Rose Bowl like when I was super young and just because I was still little that's like your home game like what how do you get there is it close to campus mm. like I'm so, like what no. is that what yeah I didn't think okay it was. so someone that's like looking to go to UCLA like if game day is something that's important to you I think you should know that UCLA game days are much different from every other school like it's not the typical game day I feel like most schools have like when I went to one at Berkeley you like are at the frats and stuff and then you literally just walk into the game if you want to or you can like like walk home if you want to which is so nice yeah I bet at Boulder it's like that like for us it's honestly kind of a pain in the ass like you you go to a frat and then like super early in the morning because of how far away the stadium is and then you go on a bus for like an hour it's literally like an hour long ride and so by the time you get there, oh my gosh, and then the buses drop you off like two miles away and then you have to walk yeah. into this into the area for like two miles and then you have no service and you like, can't find your friends and like it's a huge no grass area and like it makes for like crazy memories and like it's fun once you're there but like and then the hour long bus ride home and the two mile walk back to the bus it's just like it can be a lot like I do I do wish that we had our stadium like on campus. That's it's exhausting. one thing, one con about UCLA that I yeah. was like, I wish we had our stadium on campus. Because it was like 30 minutes from where I used to live. And I was like, I know I don't live half an hour away from UCLA. Like, I know no, It's that. like an hour. <laughs> yeah. And there's always traffic at that time, too. Like, it's like prime traffic times. Mm-hmm. That's like we have one game a year where we play Colorado State. And then it, we have to get to Denver, which is like half an hour away. But we leave at shit times and everyone takes buses. And it's yeah. like, I went my freshman year. I didn't go my sophomore year because it's like the same time as recruitment. It was hell. It was so bad everyone yeah. tries to make the bus like fun and like does chants and like all that kind of stuff the whole bus ride but it's like on the bus ride home everyone just like sleeps the whole yeah. ride home because it's just like it's really far yeah that's funny that's a good perspective that's what I'm here for is I want to know what it's like on yeah Dad. something <laughs> that you don't really know that, or don't think about I feel like yeah, no, that's funny. That's funny. Okay. And then another thing I wanted to ask you guys was um, if you could give one piece of advice to like anyone, like any age, like any grade in college, maybe like still in high school, just like anything about college and the college experience as a whole. I would say go for every opportunity that you're interested in. That's kind of the only time where mm-hmm. you're in a place designated to grow academically and intellectually and it's such a great place to meet people i would say take every opportunity you're given of course if you're interested in it um and also try and meet as many people as you can Mm -hmm. i would say don't put all your eggs in one basket like group or club or friends wise like everyone be like becomes friends with so many people and i feel like a lot of the times people's friend groups kind of change quickly in college and like if you're involved in multiple organizations or multiple clubs, I feel like you'll keep yourself like more busy and make more good friends. Um, I also feel like being yourself is like a big piece of advice. And like if the first people you meet like in your sorority or on your floor or whatever, like aren't people that you would see yourself being best friends with, like you will find those people eventually, even if it takes a little bit longer. And if you do want to start a business and you're young and are like scared to, I would say, uh, me and Alden were just talking about this, but like finding someone that's like-minded as you and like loves the idea as much as you do and is like willing to push you. Like, I really think that having a partner and like building off of each other and pushing each other and holding each other accountable is like a big way to actually do it. Or if you are an individual that wants to start a business, like find a way to 
hold yourself accountable or like having a good support system is just like huge. Um, no, yeah, those were really good answers. I totally agree with like everything that you've said because the whole like friend group thing, like it's so true. Like I know so many people that if they were to like fall out and they're not like, they haven't met people through different things, you'd kind of be like, uh-oh. So that's a good mm-hmm. point. I think that's really good advice. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay. One more thing. We'll end off here with just like, a crazy moment something that you guys are like I need to do this this week so that I can feel good about myself I don't know if you thought about it at all but just one thing at all can be super easy just go for it now that I finished my class finally and got that over with I just want to like go to the beach and relax and like not use my brain that much for the week yeah. no that that's a great idea good that's, for you that's it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I would say just relax this weekend, but also, of course, ship out orders, pack and oh, yeah. ship our orders. Gotta finish <laughs> shipping all the orders and then go to the beach. But yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, but then work. For yeah. Talking about. It okay, doesn't good. feel like work. Yeah, no, that's good. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I know. That's kind of how I feel about, like, this, like, meeting up with, like, guests and stuff and, like, talking mm-hmm. to people. I'm like, it's so fun. Once I get to do it, I just have, like, this big smile on my face when I'm done because I'm like, yeah, these <laughs> girls are sick. <laughs> okay, I'll share mine. Mine's not that exciting. Last week, I literally, like, was a couch potato the entire week, like, and I just – I need to at least walk every day, like, <laughs> or go to the gym or run. Like, I need something. I'm very much, mm-hmm. like, do something hard and then, like, like every other day, like, type mm-hmm. thing. Like, there's no pressure mm-hmm. to do something hard every day, but I did – nothing so <laughs> I, need, I need to do that again I need to do that again I need but, a little uh, bit of that too I <laughs> need to too after last week oh yeah. <laughs> this is the first time in my entire life that I've ever like exercised regularly other than like junior year of high school like I just like <laughs> I don't care like everyone's like I need to go to the gym and I'm like nah not me okay. and now I'm like <laughs> shit yes I do <laughs> yeah um okay well thank you guys so much for coming on and letting me talk to you I had so much fun I'm so excited Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much thanks for, having, for us. having us. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you made it to the end and you got to hear that awesome interview with Alden and Presley. They were so much fun to talk to and so much fun to get to know. And I just seriously love their story and I think they're great and they're so smart and it is so awesome. <laughs> so again, thank you for listening. Just a couple updates. I think next, um, probably in a couple days, I'm going to have a nice solo pod coming out about moving I asked you guys if you'd rather hear like money tips or moving next and I think it makes more sense for me to do moving first and a lot of you voted moving anyways um just because like it's time to move back to college so just what to pack how to make it easy stories of how I've done in the past I don't know probably be just like a quick little solo pod that I do on that so stay tuned for that and that's just gonna break up um the next episode that I have with my next guest who I'm super excited about so you can find details about who's coming next on my Instagram go ahead and follow at college girls go crazy the pod on Instagram and then I'll have like my personal socials linked down below I'll also have Alden and Presley's socials linked down below and Campbell and Kramer their Instagram and where you can shop it so do not forget to check that stuff out totally give them a look shop from them I own one of their tie-dye sets I love it I live in the shorts I mix and match the top with so many different things. They're so comfortable. I want to buy another one. So I will talk to you guys very, very soon. And in the meantime, go crazy. College girls. College girls go crazy.